Welcome to Easy Email Marketing. I'm your host, Yao Keown, mum, FIFO wife, MBA, coffee lover, survivor superfan, and creator of the email experience. In Easy Email Marketing, you'll benefit from my nearly 20 years experience where I'll be teaching you all the tips, tricks, and insider info on how to create feel-good, non-spammy experiences for your subscribers. Let's get stuck in. Welcome back to Easy Email Marketing. I'm your host, Yael Keown, and today I'm having a bit of fun and I'm looking forward and casting a vision towards 2022. Hard to believe we are finally um, almost out of 2021 and really hoping 2022 um, continues to improve. Um, But in this episode, I am making my top 10 predictions for the future of email marketing and what you might want to be considering um, layering into your strategy or just adding into your emails going forward. So I've had a little bit of fun with this one, and this is just generally trends that I am seeing and articles that I'm reading and seeing what things are happening within the industry and within the technology. So a little bit of a warning, some of these strategies are a little bit advanced, um, not all, but some, and I have created this list with regular emails in mind. So anyone who's looking to improve what they're already doing or taking the next steps or just wanting to explore a little bit and play with some things. But the most important thing you need to know is that email marketing is not going away and the sooner you begin, the better. So even if you're right at the beginning stages, just starting with a welcome email and like a monthly campaign um, is a great first step. So I always recommend just making a start with the next best thing and then adding in layers, which you might discover in this episode. But with that said, let's geek out a little bit together with a few of the predictions uh, for email marketing in 2022. So prediction number one, personalization will be more important than ever. There's no doubt about it. Inboxes are busy. But the good news is, is they are not as busy and likely never will be as busy as social media feeds. However, consumers are definitely getting more savvy with their emails and it is up to you to stand out. One of the ways you can do this is through creating a more personalized experience. So I'm not talking about just adding their first name in your opening saying, hi, Yale. I'm talking about using their name throughout and even possibly using other merge fields. So little bits of code similar to the first name field in the body of the emails. So an example of this is I have a field in my system for business type where my subscribers can select from e-commerce, services, digital products, etc. So from that, I can do a simple thing like creating a sentence within my email that includes the merge field value for that for that category so that one person will receive it and it says e-commerce business. Another, it says services business. And if there's no value, it just says business. So straight away, it speaks more to them as an individual because it it it, it speaks to something that they have identified themselves as. Um, with things like active campaign, it can even create full content blocks. So full text blocks or image blocks within emails that someone will see or not depending on criteria like a field or tag. So I could say only e-commerce businesses will see this or only people who have not, um, purchased from me before will see this. And I don't need to write a whole separate version of the email. Uh, in other software like Clavio, you can create unique product feeds to appear in automations depending on product categories um, or individuals past purchase behavior. So it uses an amalgamation of that data. 
Adding in these elements makes email just feel a lot more personalized and your subscribers will really notice the difference. All of a sudden, they won't feel like you're just saying the same thing to everybody. Prediction number two is segmenting by categories. So another way to personalize your emails is to only send certain emails to certain people based around segments that you set up. So two really good um, options here are having one for the type of subscriber. So in my case, that is e-commerce services, etc. Or by stage. So is someone a beginner? Are they intermediate or advanced? Or you could do like stages of pregnancy <laughs> if that's relevant to your business. There are a whole different range you can seg- of ways you can segment based on this data. Then when you send an email, which is only relevant to a certain segment, then you can send it just to them. So the people it's not relevant to aren't even getting it. So it's easy than you think actually to get this data. You can either add a drop down field at sign up or ask um, like clickable answers within each email um, and which are linked to tags. So a tag gets added based around if someone clicks a certain link or not. But just by layering this segmenting, it all of a sudden makes all the email content that you are sending relevant to that person, and it removes that worry that you are annoying people with something that is just not relevant to them. Similar to this is prediction number three, and this is where subscribers can choose their own adventure. So another way to use segmenting or tags is to allow subscribers to have a say in what they will receive and what they won't. So this is especially useful when you have multiple types of emails to send out. So if you're sending out more than just a weekly email. Uh, So for example, each week I send out an email for this podcast. This goes to everyone who has the podcast tag. So as soon as someone becomes a subscriber to my newsletter list, um, they get added the podcast tag. So they will receive my podcast emails. However, If you decide you no longer want the podcast emails, although I hope you don't, um, you can actually do this by clicking a link at the bottom of the email. So it's before, it's in the PS section before the unsubscribe link. And what it will do is it will remove that podcast tag and you will no longer get my podcast emails, but you'll still get my other updates. So this is a helpful um, strategy for helping them choose their own adventure. It's also really helpful when you are in like a launch or a sales promotions period where you're worried that you're annoying people or sending too many emails. So giving people the option not to receive these emails, but still stay on your list is important using a similar strategy. Sometimes I even recommend putting it right at the top of the email. So they don't even have to read the full email before they unsubscribe. Because if they're not going to buy it, they're not interested in it and they don't want to see those emails anymore. Why not give them the option to sign out and they will appreciate it. I've even seen like really advanced levels of this as well, um, where in every footer, perhaps you can say whether you want all the emails or you just want to switch to like just doing a monthly roundup email instead. So I've seen, you know, lots of advanced strategies when it comes to this. But really, this gives the power back to the subscribers. It means that they will know that, um, you know, what they're going to get from you and what they aren't. And again, they are saying, yes, they are having a choice to say, yes, I want these emails, which obviously empowers you to keep sending them. Prediction number four is even more integrations to other software. So hopefully by now you are seeing how important it is to get more than just a name and an email address from your subscribers, getting, learning about them, what they are doing, what they're interested in, 
everything plays in to your um, email strategy. And to me, the more data, the better. It doesn't mean you have to use it all, but you can always reflect back and have a look at it. And integrating with other software is a great way to do this. So your email marketing should definitely not stand on its own. um, And you want to draw data from other sources. So classic examples include integrating to like your e-commerce store. So you've seen this was so you can set up your abandoned carts and know who is a customer and who is not. Um, But you can also link it to your calendar booking system if you're a services business. So you can know who's a lead. So who's booked a discovery call versus who's booked a package or um, a a session or who hasn't spoken to you yet or even knowing when the date of their last appointment was so you can send rebooking reminders. Even further than this, you can connect up your CRM, so your customer relationship management system, um, and know where someone is in your sales pipeline. Again, and speak to them in different ways. So some of this is a direct integration and some may need uh, like an intermediary like Zapier, but it all boils down to the more you know about your subscribers, the better you can serve them and the better experiences you can create. Prediction number five, one-on-one sales outreach is more important. So one big misconception about email that is that it's a one-to-many marketing method and that's all it can be. And hopefully from the above, you can already see that you can speak to different groups of people in different ways and create different experiences for them. So it's become more and more personalized and customized. But email is also a fantastic way of knowing who is most interested in your office and whether or not it is worth it to personally outreach to them. So at a very, very basic level, you can track or you can run off a report of who is clicking any important links in your email. So who's clicking that buy now button or who is clicking um, to view your sales page or your services page, but then not taking any action. From there, you can identify who your warmest leads are and you can reach out to them personally with a personalized email or sending a DM on like socials if you know their um, Instagram, or you can even send like a Bonjoro video to send them a quick video message and just, you know, create that more um, personalized interaction. At more advanced levels, like with Active Campaigns Plus Plan, you can even add in like lead scoring and give points with specific actions taken. So every time someone opens, every time someone clicks, every time someone views a page on your website and you can give different scores, like it's amazing what you can do with this stuff. And then you can identify who are your warmest leads and where you should invest your one-on-one sales time. So Email is definitely not a replacement for that one-to-one sales element, but it makes it a whole lot easier because you're talking to the most interested people. Prediction number six, open rates are no longer as important as they used to be. So with Apple's introduction of privacy policies, so you might've heard this in relation to like Facebook advertising, for example, it actually also impacts on email. So email marketing software can no longer see when someone opens an email or not if they're using um, Apple Mail on their mobile device. So you're still getting open rates, but it will have a big impact on your open rates as this data becomes more and more unreliable and you can't see who is opening all your emails or not. So you'll get a a lower um, number. So therefore, it is more important than ever to focus on different engagement metrics, specifically clicks and conversions. So these are the numbers you're going to have to focus on more to know how well your emails are performing. So this means you need to make sure you are using more calls to action in your emails, including simple ones that have nothing to do with sales. So just click this link or vote on something or reply. Anything that you can do to increase the engagement so you get that more accurate data and, you know, just a better experience all around. 
It also means that resend to unopens is no longer as reliable as it used to be. So you will want to limit this to only a few very important emails. Okay, prediction number seven is greater interaction. So leading up on from that, we want to create more and more interaction in the emails themselves so we get some great data. So we want to also create great user experiences as well. And so we want to make emails more interactive and more clickable. So this means adding elements like quick polls where they can click a link to vote for an answer. Um, It means asking specific questions, like really specific questions to get replies. It means asking for star reviews. Like sometimes you see content blocks with emails and it's got the stars and you say click to vote or click to answer on a scale of one to 10 what you think. And then it takes you through to something else. Um, It means featuring user-generated content. So if someone replies or someone sends something, you feature some of those things in there. And it also means adding fun gifts and linking to videos. Video links always get more clicks. Anything to help um, make email feel more like a two-way experience rather than you just shouting out into the void. Okay, now prediction number eight. Lead magnets need to be worth it. So email users are definitely getting more and more savvy with what they sign up for. And in the majority of cases, I'm seeing that the sign-up rates for things like ebooks, top tips, ex, you know, five-step guides are reducing. You know, people don't want more stuff. They are already overwhelmed with their inboxes. So your audience will most likely want something that they want to, they can take action on and get a quick win out of. So things that are irresistible to them. So it needs to have a really obvious benefit or outcome. So I'm finding things that are working really well now include like ideas lists, swipe files, checklists, resource guides, um, challenges or mini courses, really stuff that's more about doing rather than just learning more things. The key here is to make it juicy enough that they just can't resist. Okay, prediction number nine, accessibility should be prioritized. So definitely we've seen a trend more and more thinking um, about accessibility options and um, how we need to be more open to more people. Now, this one actually hits home um, a lot for me, and it's not something, I'll be honest, it's not something I've prioritized in the past, and it is something that I am looking to doing more of in the future just because it didn't touch me or I didn't think it did um, until in these last uh, few months when I discovered my five-year-old son has been diagnosed with a visual impairment. Uh, at this stage, we don't know um, how much it's going to impact him going forward, but it does mean that now I am thinking all the time about if I was looking literally through his eyes what would I be seeing? How will I be able to translate this data? And still, I don't have a complete understanding of what he can see and what he can't see um, and how clearly he can see it. But obviously, now I'm doing my research and I'm seeing just a few simple things we can do to make sure that our emails are accessible to as many people as possible. And this can be as simple as just making sure you're using a larger font, um, that you are using color contrast, like really strong color contrast in your emails. It could mean... Um, having an option for dark mode um, in your emails. It could mean making making sure as well for screen readers. So sometimes people have like a voice recorder, read the words in emails and website content, and they, they'll do things like announce headings. So use the headings like the H1, H2 codes in your emails if you have the ability to do it. So it can identify more than just something being bold, but it's actually as a header. 
Also making sure to use alternative text for images so that these um, screen readers have something to read instead of the images. And plus, even just making it more scannable um, and readable benefits everyone. It makes it easier for neurodivergent people as well. So just thinking about different people's experiences. So definitely one area I know I need to personally improve upon, and it is something that's going to be more and more important. Obviously, it's great interest um, for me for personal reasons, and it is going to be something, a big focus for me going into the next year. And I'm hoping it's going to be a big focus for a lot of other people too. And finally, prediction and number 10 with is all about exclusive content. So with socials, blogs, podcasts, videos, etc., there are so many ways someone can consume your content. And it's an easy decision for someone to make to just unsubscribe from your list as they see anything that's happening through your socials anyway. But of course the challenge with that is if they dis- if you disappear off their feeds, they'll stop seeing your stuff. That's why I always recommend giving your subscribers extras that they cannot get anywhere else. This could include things like just early access to programs or new products or feature releases. Um, it could be exclusive email list offers. So sometimes people, only people on your list will see this offer. It could be behind the scenes content of how you are creating different things in um, your business or things going on in your life that people can really um, invest in. Or it can just be extra value um, and tips or advice, um, things that they just can't see anywhere else. I think a great example of this um, is from email experience member Casey uh, from Little Lifelong Learners. And I see each month she emails out a list of play prompts. So this is content that's regular, and it, but it's content that only her current subscribers will get. So it doesn't mean you have to have something exclusive every single week, um, although you can if, you, if you've got that time to do so. It can just be that every now and then, Um, you know, you send something out and that gives your subscribers enough reason to want to stick around and to keep opening those emails. So this was a bit of a longer one, lots of different predictions here. Um, So a quick recap of those 10 predictions are firstly, personalization will be more important than ever. Second, segmenting by categories. Third, subscribers that can choose their own adventure. Fourth, even more integrations to other software and lots of good data to go along with it. Five is one-to-one sales outreach is going to be more important and using that data you have is important to that. Six is open rates are not as important and you need to focus more on clicks and conversions. Prediction seven is greater interaction and including lots of clickable elements in your emails. Prediction eight is making lead magnets worth it and really focused around action and having a really obvious benefit. Nine is accessibility should be prioritized. And 10 is providing exclusive content. Hopefully all of this has you seeing the potential in email marketing and that it is not going anywhere. Email is certainly not dead. In fact, it is one of the most promising areas for your growth in your business. And hopefully through listening to this episode, whether you are at this stage or not, you are seeing the potential and how important it is and to invest your time in it right now. If you want guidance with any of this, I cover some of these points in great depth inside the email experience membership. And based on these predictions, I will be adding um, some more content all around this in 2022. And so this comes in many forms like lessons, uh, tech tutorials, express packs where you can steal my swipe files, my ideas, etc., and so much more. 
So if email is something you want to explore in more depth in 2022, then I invite you to join the waitlist. You can do that at yalkion.com forward slash experience. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'd love to hear from you about what you've enjoyed from this episode or what you want to know more about. So please let me know over on Instagram. I am at yalkion and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Easy Email Marketing. It's an absolute honor that you chose to listen. If you love this episode, then it would mean the world to me if you could leave a review so that others can find this podcast and make their email marketing easy too. Finally, make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a thing. Until next time, have an awesome day and make sure to keep showing up and serving in those inboxes.